It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. everyone and thank you so much for joining me once again for another show of your pleasure every week I look for people who present pleasure from many many different perspectives because I really believe in my heart that pleasure is one of the many things that we should strive to have in our lives so many people believe that suffering is the way to heaven Suffering is not the way to heaven. Pleasure and with responsibility and with self-love is all important because it's your temple and it is your responsibility to take care of it. And while you're busy taking care of it, you are enjoying it. Before we begin my show this tonight, I want to um, thank everyone for being here. And uh, I want to tell you that once again, we're being brought to you by www.sensualitysexualitypleasureadvice.com, a website that is full of information, products, ideas, everything for the lover of life, from toys to lotions and potions, for everyone from adults to seniors, anybody and everybody who wants to have some kind of pleasure will find information and those products at yourpleasure.com, which if you go to yourpleasure.com, it will reroute you to that larger sensuality, sexuality, pleasure advice. Well, today we are going to talk about uh, pleasure and joy in your life after Parkinson's. You know, just because a person has an ailment doesn't mean that pleasure should end. We are um, living within our means, and our body will give us pleasure if we need that. So, and if we want it, and if we pursue it, it is just a matter of adjusting our attitude about how we're going to have it. Because, you know, you think about it now. Um, when you enjoy your life at 20 years old, you can't necessarily enjoy it the same way at 60 years old, but that doesn't mean that you should stop enjoying it just because things are different. So today, my guest is uh, Bill Smoking Dog Mackey, and he is going to talk with me about joy in your life after Parkinson's. So here's a little bit about Bill. 
he considers himself a very fortunate individual, and he's grateful for all the opportunities that life has given him. And considering that one of the things that he that has been given to him is Parkinson's, I give him a lot of credit because instead of him crying the blues, he is making the most of every single day and every single moment. So I would like to welcome him onto my show. Are you there, Bill? I'm here, Ellen. I'd like to thank you for inviting me to take part in tonight's show, and I hope it's going to be a fun, informative, and inspiring conversation that we have that will hopefully help other people who have uh, serious physical ailments and disabilities to embrace their lives and make the best of it. Exactly, and that's the whole that's the whole key. I mean, we everybody has a different set of circumstances, and not everybody is the picture of health. But one of the things that you can know and understand is that sexual pleasure is truly beneficial and helpful and healthy to have in your life, and when you um when you try to include sexual pleasure and release in your life, it can only benefit you. So given whatever the circumstances are, I think that people shouldn't give up on their pleasure. What do you say? Uh, I agree with you 100%. Uh, if you like what I can do, so I can give a, a quick synopsis of how I ended up with Parkinson's disease. Okay. And uh, basically what happened... I've, Parkinson's is one of three major conditions I have to live with on a daily basis. And like I say, I'm thankful to God that I've been blessed with all three of them. Uh, I have OCD, which is obsessive compulsive disorder, uh, which means that I have problems uh, dealing with uh, pressures in life and it causes me to act out with the behavioral problems that become obsessive and compulsive. Uh, when you combine that now with I have multiple physical challenges that started when I was 10, the first time I broke my back. I decided I'd do that a second time at 14 and a third time at 17. So I've lived with chronic uh, extreme pain 24-7 since the age of 10. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Then in 2011, uh, our company that we were running got wiped out. So Sarah and I were in the processes of rebuilding our lives and setting up new businesses. About two months in, I call it August of 2011, uh, I was working. I was sitting down relaxing with friends, and I had a seizure hit me. Now, my Parkinson started about nine years ago, and it's evolved to a point where I get these uh, seizures. It's caused my body basically to freeze up. It becomes stiff as a board. And I was sitting there working, and it got seized up, and I stood up. This huge crack went out, and it was like, okay, you just did it again. I just fractured my back uh, for the fourth time. And subsequently, after that last accident and broke my back, uh, it exaggerated and started accelerating the onset of Parkinson's. So by the uh, Christmas of 2011, I couldn't get out of bed. I was totally bedridden. Couldn't mm-hmm. walk, couldn't get up, couldn't do anything. In January of 2012, I said, I've had enough of this, and I started forcing myself to go for a walk. And I walk every day. I walk from my house down to the Starbucks at the corner, which is one of the... And I walk there and back every day. So starting in January 2011, 
that round trip would take me about three and a half hours a day. Wow. During that walk, I would have between eight and ten serious so as I'm walking, imagine it, if, you've, if you're a woman and you've given birth and you've gone through labor pains and final stages of delivery, yeah. imagine having those kind of contractions four to five times a day, one and a half to two hours at a stretch, and they don't let up. No, I can't. So say, no, thanks. <laughs> no, I, I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. Labor was... Uh, really quite the challenge and uh and the the good thing about labor is once it's over there's a baby there and you don't have to keep going through it so you know you could see the light at the end of the tunnel as a condition that like the one you're talking about you just never know when it's going to hit you so it must be a yeah, little just keeps thing repeating. Sure. yeah so to, to advance to by December of uh, well, I guess in August of last year, 2012, uh, I decided to get back into music because I'd lost the use of my hands, and I started playing with my synthesizers and writing music uh, just for therapy. And I found that that started awakening all my senses again. Music's played a major life, uh, and from that, uh, I started finding I could develop a better understanding and control of my Parkinson's. Um, prior to that, I'd actually lost the use of both my hands. My hand had totally become crippled. Uh, so by right. December of this, the December of 2012, uh, I started into music. My hands were loosening up. Music was starting to play a major role in my life again. I was starting to get control of the seizures uh, for Parkinson's, but still it was, you have no idea what it's like. Like these things hit and you're just wiped out for like four hours. Right. So I know very little about Parkinson's except for one thing. Parkinson's, uh, one of the major triggers in your body that causes Parkinson's to rear its ugly head is the birth. It's what? A chemical called, pardon? I didn't hear what it was. One is the, said, well, the brain stops producing a chemical called dopamine. Okay, okay. And because the brain's no longer producing dopamine, that's what causes the muscles and stuff to start stiffening up and you lose control of your fine motor skills. I actually have writhing situations and stuff, too, that go with the seizures. So a few days after I started thinking about that, a friend of mine on Facebook mentioned that, uh, in a post on Facebook, he says, dopamine's the uh, pleasure drug. And I thought, huh, this sounds really cool. What if I started playing around with this, the concept of, uh, what do you call it, self-loving? Mm-hmm. To see if through the act of sexual arousal and orgasm, because sexuality raises the whole sensuality side of your body so that all your senses become alive. Right. What would happen if you started self-loving yourself, whether that would have an effect on my ability to control my dope, my uh, Parkinson's. Right. Well, guess what? As of Easter of this year, I've had absolutely no contractions, no seizures. I can walk absolutely normally, all because I've learned how to use the self-loving process to control a level of sexual, uh, I guess I call, I call it sexual tension in your body. Right. There's enough sexual tension in your body that keeps all of my senses, you know, my sense of touch, smell, sight, sound, taste, 
on an accentuated level so that I don't know whether it's actually affecting the reproduction of more dopamine or whether it's just the fact that you're, you're at a heightened state of arousal all the time that I'm able to manage and actually control. Like I said, I've had no seizures from my Parkinson's, no shakes, no tremors, no nothing right. since Easter weekend. Right. So in essence, sex is healthy. It's beneficial. It releases the dopamine into your system. It helps to uh, help balance you out chemically and physically. It releases stress and tension from your body. And while stress and tension, actually, stress and tension are the foundation for all diseases to start. So if you can counteract them, if you can balance them out with something that is natural, that is healthy, and that is loving, because you're loving yourself, and I think that's where it all begins. You've got to love yourself before you can love anybody else, um, and that you have no problem touching yourself and being good to yourself, then why not? Why not? Is it better to take drugs and mask the symptom and then have to take another drug to compensate for the first one? No. It's better to do the most natural thing, which is to take care of yourself sexually, or if you can get a friend to take care of you, too. That would be nice. Yeah, companionship works, too. (laughs) Right, right, yeah. yeah. But um, the bottom line is it's your responsibility. And if there's no one there to do it for you, you, instead of sitting on your hands, use those hands and take care of yourself. And I think that's a really, really important message because so many people have issues, uh, problems with, you know, masturbation. And um, I, I don't understand that. I just don't get it. I did a whole program on it, and I think it's the, the, the foundation of starting a great sex life is being able to love yourself first. So I'm really oh, happy that uh, that you have taken the bull by the horn. Good for you, Bill. <laughs> so how well, often like, would like you that. say it is um, beneficial for you? I mean, because you're not 20, okay, and there is that refractory period. So how often would you say that um, you like to give yourself this pleasure so that it works at the optimal level for you? Uh, it depends. If I really want to satisfy myself, it takes about an hour to an hour and a half just to get fully aroused to the point where you can actually uh, enjoy it, and it actually gives you the most benefit from uh, the effect of the orgasm. Okay. Uh, If I do that, it's probably two to three times a day. Two to three times a day? <laughs> yeah, why not? I want to go oh. blind, but I want to smile and laugh about it too, eh? <laughs> well, I, I, you know, you know, some people have all the luck. I, I don't think I have time to um, to masturbate two or three times a day. I think there's other things i got to get done. But you know what? More power to you, Bill. I mean, seriously. Well, it, it, it. Let's say this way. The amount of money I save our government up here on drugs... Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, they're going to pay me to heal myself. Yeah, I'm going to enjoy it, and I'm not going to cause the taxpayers any any additional costs. So exactly, and it's working, man. I'm loving it. So <laughs> hopefully, I can inspire other people to give it a try. 
More power to you, and I hope you do inspire people because the bottom line is there is nothing healthier for you to do than what you're doing, nothing. I mean, even if you took, say, a warm, relaxing bath, that's still not going to do what an orgasm can do for you. No, because it doesn't awaken all your senses. You're still just sitting there in a warm bath relaxing, but your body is, is, is an organism that, it has to thrive by by its sensory perceptions. Right. And the more awake you make all of your senses, and I say sex is one of the only things that humans can do that guarantees to awaken all five of your senses hmm. to an incredible level. Right. So therefore, when you, doesn't matter, I've, I've actually used this as part of my, my tr- uh, treatment when I have to deal with extreme pain. It sounds strange that you can actually, like if you go to my website, there's actually an article there uh, that I wrote about music, the influence of music, and basically every one of those songs relates to the sexual experiences of how the song and sex actually helps me deal with my OCD, helps me deal with my full-time pain, and now how it's helped me deal with uh, living with Parkinson's, and I have a great life. I have an amazingly wonderful life. And you sound like a very happy person, and I bet you there are people out there that don't have Parkinson's and don't have any of the ailments that you have that are not as satisfied as you are. And, you know, the thing is, it's all about acceptance of the situation, loving yourself, and, and no matter what anybody else thinks, because people have so many dramas and inhibitions that are not serving them at all, but because somebody taught them this, somebody that they put in high esteem or somebody that was supposed to know more than them, whatever, or some religious figure, whatever, people say, well, you know, this action is wrong. Well, as far as I'm concerned, if you're taking care of yourself and you are loving yourself and you are bringing yourself relief from pain and from stress, and you are helping to manage your ailment and feeling better about it. And then you come out of it, and when you come out of it, you are joyful. The bottom line is you are a success. That's a total success as far as I'm concerned. That's a beautiful thing. The the way I look at life as well, people spend so much time giving thanks for all the great things they give in life, but then they, they still hate all the crap that's in their life. You know what? The best thing you can do is be thankful for everything you've got in your life. I look at everything I have in my life, the good, the bad, it's all the same to me. I'm thankful for it all because I can walk out my front door and within two seconds I can find somebody who's not as well off as me. And I'm thankful for that fact. I may have challenges in my life, but by God, there are people out there that are in a hell of a lot worse situation than I'm in. So you know what? I'm thankful for everything I've been given in life. And because of that, I'm able to get up every day. I'm able to go out and live my life to the best that I can. Right. People that have seen me over the last two years dealing with Parkinson's, they come up to me now and they say, what the hell drug have you, doctor, got you on? Did you have your surgery yet? I said, no, no, it was basically a miracle that happened on Easter weekend. I came home from a walk. I've had no tremors, no seizures, no nothing since Easter weekend of this year. That is uh, that is phenomenal, that is wonderful, and that is most definitely encouraging. And I hope 
that anybody that is out there that hears this program either live or in the future will take this information and this encouragement to heart because we're only saying these things because they are good for you. The pharmaceutical companies and medicine in general would have you believe that it's a completely different route that you should take, and yet there's no satisfaction at the end of that route. There's just one drug after another after another, which can you know, cause a whole slew of contraindications and can cause your body to rebel and even other worse things to happen. I mean, seriously, there, you cannot overdo loving yourself. No matter how many times you handle your body and bring yourself to an orgasm, you'll never die from that. And there will never be any contraindications. Well, if you, at least if you do die from a heart attack from doing it, at least you'll die with a smile on your face. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> you acquire you know, I'd rather go that way than any other way. Thank you very much. <laughs> I think, listen, as far as I'm concerned, I think that our ability to orgasm and all of the other pleasures that the body has, not just a, a sexual orgasm, but the fact that the body has the ability for a full body orgasm is the greatest gift that we as human beings have. And yeah. I don't see anything shameful or wrong about it at all a lot of people disagree with me uh, that they have their issues but as far as i'm concerned i'm healthy i'm strong i'm vibrant and it's because people say to me that i look you know when they they never really guess my age but a lot of people say that i look about 10 to 15 years younger than i actually am and they say what do you do and i say good sex and lots of it and they look at me like, yeah, right? And I'm like, no, that's exactly what it is. Of course, I'm not having it as often as I used to because, you know, people change and relationships change. But uh, when it does happen, it's always quality. It's always satisfying. And as far as I'm concerned, as long as I can, and I, actually my goal is that the day that I die, I'm going to have a, a fantastic orgasm, I'm going to exercise, and I'm going to eat chocolate all on the same day, and then I can pass and I'll be very happy. Fact, with, I think that's the best way to go. That would be the best way to go. Having an orgasm and dying of an orgasm, that would be like blissful, totally blissful. And people would say, yep, <laughs> we understand that. Ellen is uh, definitely the kind of person that would have died in an orgasm. Well, at least, at least the undertaker won't have to force the smile on your face, right? It'll exactly. just be all natural. <laughs> no, I agree. That's the only way to go through life, man. Yeah, you know, I think that uh, I think that that's a really important message. And even though we're you know we're kind of making light, um, it's not a serious thing. It's not something that should be approached with solemn you know solemnity. It's not something that is uh, scary or harmful it's something that is joyful it is something that should put a smile on your face and um if people can just let go of their prejudices especially about touching themselves um and they can help themselves to feel better that is the most beautiful thing i know that also when you have an orgasm you are also releasing endorphins in your body and those are natural pain killers and you are really yeah, those that's, endorphins. That's, that's amazing if I, if I didn't know and, and really understand my sexuality and sensuality, 
I would be like 90% of the people who live in chronic pain, I would be on probably Oxycontin or some drug very similar to that. I'd be extremely addicted to it. My life would be pure hell. I wouldn't be able to get out of bed. I'd just be a total write-up. I'd probably be dead by now, to be honest. Right. Because the drugs that they are offering for extreme pain are very, very strong. And, you know, they not only are they going to kill the pain, but they're going to dull your mind, and you won't even know which way is up. A lot of times you're just so out of it from these drugs that, you know, they, they give you all kinds of warnings where you can't drive a car and you can't, you know, handle heavy machinery and, you know, you want to be, you know, you have to be careful with them because you really are not sharp. You really are not thinking. You really are not present. So, like I said, you can't have an orgasm and then feel like something wrong is going to happen. Nothing wrong is going to happen if you have pleasure and if you have uh, allow your body to do the healing that it can do all on its own. I think it's a phenomenal, phenomenal concept. That's terrific. So it takes you about an hour to get to that point, and then say so you, you may do that maybe two or three times a day, so maybe in oh, the yeah. morning, late afternoon, and then just before you go to bed? Oh, it depends. So I have I have really weird sleeping habits. So sometimes it could be like, you know, morning, mid afternoon, it could be three o'clock in the morning again. Okay. And then there's also the yeah yeah I have to also keep sexually aroused all day long. So we're constantly, you know, you have to not necessarily hit orgasm, but at least get to a point so your sexual arousal levels raising again. Otherwise, um the body starts to shut down. Right. So, you know, throughout the day, you constantly have to do something to keep your, your sexual, that sexual tension in your body at a level that's keeping your your sensory perception fully awakened. All right, so do you do that when, with when you, when your literature? When sensuality starts to, pardon? Do you do that with literature? Do you do that with pictures? I mean, how, that seems like I a vivid imagination. It doesn't matter. Okay. It doesn't matter. I can do it with anything. Most of the time, I just have to. Just think. You know, I think the pleasure it's going to give me, and that's usually 99% of all I ever need. That's right, because a good organ starts in your mind. Absolutely. Yeah. I just think of the pleasure and the benefit that it's given me, and it's like, you know what? I'm going to sit here and I'm going to enjoy it. When it's over, I know my life's going to be good for five or six hours. Screw right. it. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're, you're really... Um, you know, the way you live your life and the way that you're approaching it is really being in the now. You are living in the moment and you are taking care of yourself and you are thinking good thoughts that are bringing you pleasure and um, and working at staying healthy. You're not allowing, you're not giving the responsibility over to anything else. You are saying, I am going, I know that this works for me and I am taking responsibility for this, and I have found that it works, and regardless of what anybody thinks, I am I feel good after this. And I think the bottom line that's, is people want to feel good. Now, listen, that's we the most important to... thing. Is it's about you feeling good about yourself. I, mean, I hear people saying that you're know, in love with themselves and say, well, how do you be in love with yourself where you're totally detached from your sexual being? Exactly. It doesn't work. You have you have to have both. It, it, it's in balance. 
Absolutely. And I just know the, the, the benefit of having that balance. It's amazing because you can basically overcome anything or at least be able to live your life at a level that far exceeds what anybody else's expectations are as soon as you start adopting that philosophy. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. I so agree with you. And, I, and I'm so glad that you said that. And I think that you are an inspiration, and I hope, I really, really hope that anyone who is suffering from some kind of an ailment that causes them pain, if you have the use of your hands and if you are able to to massage yourself, uh, because the skin itself is your largest organ, and by rubbing your skin, whether it's from your scalp all the way down to the soles of your feet, you help to release positive hormones into your body, and they will they will go to the different areas that need help, and they will you by nurturing yourself, you're helping your body to nurture you from a cellular level up. Now, listen, we only have two minutes left. So if you would like, why don't you tell everybody about your website so that they can come and and see and read and and hear about any other kinds of inspirational information that you have. Okay. Well, it's been a real pleasure uh, being on your show today. Like I say, I hope people enjoy it. I hope people can have a good chuckle at what we're talking about because it's all about life and what you choose to make of it. Uh, which is partly why uh, I've created the website that I run. It's called thesmokingdog.com. That's S-M-O-K-N-D-A-W-G. And basically the, com- the, the name of the website is a spin on my dog's name, which is Kokomo, who actually chases and jumps at cigarette smoke, barbecue smoke, campfire smoke. So she's affectionately known as a smoking dog. Right. I created the, I created the website... Uh, not only to discuss um, my love of music and share the insight to how music has healed me my life a lot, uh, but also to provide in, inspirational stories and other things in, in my life, and basically as uh, an open door that people can come to, they can read my articles, they can ask me questions. My basically my door is open to anybody. If you've got a mental issues, physical challenges dealing with some sort of life-threatening disease, by all means, drop by the site, drop me a line. I can share you what I've learned from life. Uh, like I said, I've been living in with chronic pain since the age of 10. Uh, I live with OCD since, you know, I was born this way. So I've had my trials and tribulations in life, and you know what? If I can do it, anybody can do it. All you have thank to do is so ask much, somebody that knows how to do it, and I'll your, help you. Thank you so much for your insights, for your encouragement. Uh, we're, you know, we are out of time, but um, I really do appreciate it, and I hope lots of people visit your site. And thank you, everybody, for listening in tonight to your pleasure. Take care, everybody. Namaste.
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, oh.